Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and I'm a health and nutrition coach. We're broadcasting live from Manhattan Beach, California. I'm sitting here in the studio, uh, Co-Dynamics Pilates, owned by Tracy Co. She's a whole health quantum nutrition coach, and we're going to be talking today about synthetic versus food-based vitamins. And I'm doing this show because 50% of the people in the U.S. take some kind of supplement, but many are taking cheap brands or wrong forms that are ineffective and even harmful to their health. So this show is really important. And Tracy and I also both want to teach you about the pros and cons of synthetic and food-based vitamins and help you figure out which ones may be right for you. But before we get started, I have to do a little disclaimer Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment or taking any supplement I suggest on this show. Please go check out my website. It's livetoone110.com. I started a site to educate you about paleo nutrition the importance of detoxing from heavy metals and industrial chemicals that are a major underlying cause of disease, and how to treat your health conditions naturally without medication. My goal with LiveTo110.com is to help you prevent disease and live a long, healthy life, hopefully to 110. So now for today's show, um, I will be debating with Tracy Co. about synthetic versus food-based vitamins. We're going to get into the ring and duke it out, seriously. (laughs) Now, Tracy, you're the founder of Body and Mind Co-Dynamics Pilates and Whole Health Nutrition Center, and you've been a comprehensive certified Pilates teacher for over 11 years and are a whole health quantum nutrition coach. That's a mouthful. It is, I know. (laughs) And you also host a ton of health classes at your studio. I love that your studio provides a whole host of health services for your clients. And I mean, you just got all kinds of stuff going on here. You've got Pilates and fresh juice delivery, or, you know, mm-hmm. health and wellness classes. I love it. Thank you. And you are located here in Manhattan Beach, California, and your website is co-dynamics.com. And if some of you listeners can't wait to get a hold of her after the show, um, her phone number is 310-798-7600. Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me, Wendy. So please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you became interested in nutrition and supplements. Sure. I'd love to do that. So I um, actually started off, um, I've took vitamins my whole life. My mom was very much into vitamins. Her her mom was very much into vitamins. Uh, her Our heritage is from Italy, so very fresh foods, very health-oriented, and that still plays a significant role today. And so up from childhood till now, I've taken vitamins just because I knew or thought they were good for me. I wish I could say that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> But I took vitamins, not necessarily that always my food was the right things, right? So that that's kind of started my, my swing of things. Um, I was in commercial financing for several years uh, in a career industry that had nothing to do with health, and um, I was missing something inside myself. And so I ventured out, uh, looked at various careers. Pilates was not as well known then as it is now. I was going into physical. Therapy and a wonderful friend of mine um, blessed me with the introduction of Pilates. I didn't get it at first, and now I do, and I love it. And I'll be, I will be teaching and training twice till I'm 110. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be doing the same teaching my health. <laughs> um, as to uh, nutrition and and vitamins, uh, 
through my journey, I've got to learn a lot more about it. Um, for those who may know me, um, may characterize me as an athletic person, a Pilates teacher, um, being healthy. And I always kind of follow the latest fad on what was uh, available to terms of, you know, what's the common trend going on right now, no fats or low fats. And um, the doctor said this is what you should be doing. The Hollywood scene said this is what you should be doing. And I'm like, okay, well, this, you know, it sounds good. I know. Everyone got thrown under the bus on that fat-free thing. Yes. Uh, yes. And I was one of them. Um and then, you know, all this actually dra drastically changed. I went in about uh, nine years ago for a routine ACL knee surgery. And uh, two days later, I ended up with a systemic staph infection. Mm. And uh, I was in a tailspin fighting for my life. And then after I had my life back, I was still trying to regain who I really was, my stamina, my health. Uh, my sleep, my mental stability, everything went kaput. You mentioned you were a vegetarian at the time? Uh, no, I wasn't vegetarian. I was very clean meat eating. Oh, okay, but, yeah, yeah okay. I had done some fitness competitions, and so I had that type of regimen of a diet. But mm. that was more of a regimen and not necessarily not a lifestyle. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, as I was trying to regain who I was, um, that really took me on a big pursuit, you know, to find out what what is true health. You know, what What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Uh, what should I, should and should I and not be uh, eating? What's good for me? What's not? Uh, that promotes life, that promotes really good health. And, um, and all the way down to the vitamins. You know, are they needed? Are they good? Are they pure? Am I getting what I'm taking into my system? And does my body even need what I'm taking or am I wasting a bunch of money? And all these questions just kept cycling in my head. And so um, this is the knowledge and education that I was really looking to, to find. It, um, it came upon me one day when I was trying to, I know this sounds complicated when I'm trying to explain it. So one day I was just reading through and one of my daily devotionals popped up through our daily bread. And it, it was um, titled um, The Pursuit. And that's really what I felt I was on. I was on the pursuit to gain wisdom. And so I looked up the definition of wisdom, actually, and because I, I, I thought this was really cool. Um, so definition of wisdom, understanding what is true, what is right, what is lasting. In Proverbs 2 in the Bible, it says, to gain wisdom is to listen, to apply your heart, to cry out, to lift up your voice, to seek, and to search. And these are some of the items I believe I have done and will continue to do. Uh, to help both myself and others along. That's fantastic. Now, um, you, you're also a, a whole health, wellness, and quantum nutrition educator. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, can you tell me more about your training in nutrition? Sure, absolutely. In my pursuit, I've been blessed by many educators and, and mentors, and um, ranking from PhDs to biochemists, naturopaths, acupuncturists, herbalists, and um, what I was searching for in a mentor and a teacher and an educating program was what I was looking for, you know, people who really understood or at least strived to understand the entire design of the body and mind and how they work together. Uh, many times these days you go to a doctor, he can look at your knee, but he can't look at your foot, you know, and that's not how the body works. The body connects, even in Pilates, it connects all the way through from head to toe and the out, the, your outer being. So, um, 
I, that's what I was looking for. I was, you know, looking for someone who understood how nature is there to provide for us. God gave us nature. He, he knew what he was doing then. He knows what he's doing now. And he, the, there's so many documentaries that just show that this nature is here to fuel our bodies, and we are responsible to fuel nature mm-hmm. at the same time. And so, again, in this part of pursuit, um, there's a number of reputable, strong resources I started to look into and, and took me deeper, uh, drmccola.com, Western A. Price Foundation, which is a um, not-for-profit organization that's based off of Western A. Price's work when he went out and studied the faces of all the cultures and really what they ate, Mm -hmm. and it changed the structure of their face from good to bad and and back again. Mm -hmm. Uh, My primary um, education has come through quantum nutrition, which I stumbled upon when I was recovering. I knew there was something different about this company um, and their education program. As I learned more about the consistency of how they worked with the body and mind, and not only working to clear symptoms, but actually to trying to restore the root drivers that were causing the symptoms. Um, and a main function of them, of their work, was based on food-based nutritional support. Uh, uh, some other key components of their wellness program that I have not found elsewhere uh, includes they focus on a nutrient-dense dense diet. They are, like I said, seeking to correct root drivers, not just to treat symptoms, but to bring your body to its ability to function on its own innate self to have health when you're properly providing it with nutritional support. Um, They work on a cellular level, on a biofield level, which I'll talk a little bit more about that. It's kind of like your your outer aura, we'll say. Uh, They take into consideration consideration, your environment, your home environment, your work environment, your past, your future, your present. They use a technique called quantum reflex analysis, which we'll be diving into a little bit more, but very quickly is what it is, is the clinically researched kinesiology test that is based um, off the scientific research of uh, Dr. Omora. There's over 40 PubMed reports recorded on its uses there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you can find it very easily and, and look and see what they're already doing with it. And so what quantum nutrition does is they take this, what I'm going to call QRA, quantum reflex analysis, and they um, use it against the meridian map, the Chinese meridian map of your body, testing for specific function or lack thereof or deficiencies emotional stressors and or toxicity within and around the body. And what this does is it helps um, us identify where that body and mind need to be supported. It also determines uh, exactly types and quantities of nutritional support that one might need to get their body back to its full operating position. Mm. It takes time. It is a program. Um, Another primary element and what we're really focusing on today is their products that are beyond organic products. Um, Dr. Barb Marshall is the, is the founder of Premier Research Labs and Quantum Nutrition, okay, two separate companies, the founder of both. In his uh, field of work, uh, he worked with clinicians and, and various um, operations and found that the nutritional products were degrading and degrading and degrading and were less effective for the people that were trying to get healed. 
And so through his journey, he has strived to keep his companies as an industry leader in excipient-free, preservative-free, premier quality nutritional products and superfoods. And um, I'll go into a little bit more about the products a little bit later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really profound. That they, I love that they check their the supplements. They they check the ingredients before they go into the product yes, to make sure do. they haven't been irradiated and and other whatnot. Because there's so many products out there. Even a lot of the products you buy at Whole Foods, where the the ingredients are coming from China, exactly, or the ingredients are not organic, and they're just especially like a some of the membership clubhouses and Costco and Sam's Club, these products are coming from China. And yeah. they they look like they're made in bottles in the USA, but the actual ingredients are coming from China and they have all kinds of heavy, heavy metals and all kinds of other chemicals in them. And they're really, you should not be putting them in their, your body because right. they're taking these things thinking they're healthy and they're not. And people, most people don't know, don't know this. They, yeah. they think, okay, I got this at Whole Foods. It's got to be the best product out there. Yeah. I got this at the vitamin shop. They said it's the best product. It's the best product out there. Yeah. And it's really hard to tell. And I'll talk a little bit more how the, the QRA testing can be used as a one-second toxicity test. Mm. And bam, you know right away oh, wow. that whether it's toxic, and if, if it's not, you can even bring it in what I'll call your biofield your, in your space and determine on a general or a global basis, does my body even want this? Okay, or need it. Or need it, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I love that because it just takes supplementation to a whole nother level. Absolutely. And um, so before we get into the discussion about the pros and cons of synthetics versus food-based supplements, Absolutely. why do you think that it's imperative that everyone takes supplements? Well, I uh, believe it's imperative on a, several reasons, actually. Um, in today's time, we don't get the nutrition that generations past used to get from their food table, from their dinner tables, from their breakfast tables. Um, number one is poor quality food choices, point blank. Yeah, that's uh, obvious one. Yeah. Okay, that's a big one. We're rushed for time. We got this going on. We got that going on. And, and fast food and, and things like that are in our nature right now. Um, number two, even if you are trying to eat the best foods possible, the soils have been so significantly depleted with pesticides and herbicides and genetically modified organisms now um, that the foods that we eat today are are nowhere close to providing the nutrients that they did 100 years ago or 50 years ago. Um, they did a comparison on a peach, vitamin A that you can get from a peach. In the 1900s, you can get one peach and get an exuberant amount of vitamin A, amongst many other things, of course. In 1950s, you get the same amount of vitamin A from one peach in the 1900s. You had to eat four in mm-hmm. 1950. Today, I think you had to eat up to 70. I love peaches, but you had to eat up to 70 peaches. <laughs> <laughs> to get the same quantity of nutrients yeah. from a peach in 1950, 70. Yeah, it's really sad. And part of that, I think, is the hybridization. These plants are just been bred down so that they travel well. They they don't rot as quickly. And they have all these, you know, characteristics that make the producer more money. But they're suffering in nutrition. Exactly, exactly. And the soils go back, um, way back to Dr. Max Gerson and he did a study on the soils back then, and basically they they came out and said if our soils were great, two things we wouldn't need would not need any pesticides and herbicides, um, and any other sprays to 
keep the, the foods healthy because the soils would naturally do that. And number two, it would take care of all our health problems. Yeah, and the, I, the scary is all these pesticides that are being used on the, the, the plants, unless you're eating organic, of course, mm-hmm. but they actually, how they kill weeds is they chelate minerals and other nutrients out of the weed and then it dies. Exactly. So when you eat those pesticide residues, the same exact thing is happening to you. You're slowly dying when you eat pesticides over decades. And not only that, they're picking the foods faster. So uh, with Dr. Max Gerson, Dr. Northern also did part of the study, and they they had indicated that food that was was at its full complement of nutrients is when it's picked at its peak and full ripeness. And when it's done that way, it would actually, if it was not cut into, it would never spoil. It would just dehydrate mm. is wow. what would happen on that. You know, another thing that you need to consider is, um, you know, why we need vitamins these days is we said, you know, food choices. We said, um, you know, the degrading soils and the types of foods that we buy are no longer that nutritious, but also how we're preparing our foods. Mm-hmm. Even again, we're buying the best foods, and if we're cooking and barbecuing to death and boiling them to death, um, it's leaching those it's, nutrients it's out. leaking the nutrients out. Yeah. So, you know, again, back in the culture days, they didn't have microwaves that would put radiation in your food mm-hmm. or around you. Um, they they preserve their foods through culturing fermentation, which I think is slowly coming back around, and um, it's still used in many countries outside of. Um, this country, very little. Yeah, it was used prior to refrigeration. Exactly. So people were getting their probiotics mm-hmm. and stuff they needed, but now... They would soak their grains to make their bread. So, again, a lot less... Uh, they, they didn't they didn't even know what gluten was. Yeah. You know, uh, because it didn't bother them because they were properly preparing the grains so that the body could actually break it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people are really stressed, too, when people have such harried, fast-paced lifestyles, and the more stressed you are the more you use up vitamins and minerals in your body. So you have to replace those. And um, there's also stress induced by toxicity. Everyone across the board has heavy metal and chemical toxicity. The average person has 700 chemicals in their body because of industrial dumping, just the uh, age of manufacturing, and you just breathe in the air, you drink water, you eat food, you're getting uh, toxicity from heavy metals and chemicals. And what's even scarier about that is that goes straight through the umbilical cord. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, babies are born on average with 70 chemicals in their body. So what's happening is that the children being born today are being born with an even less nutrients starting off with. Yeah, than yeah. maybe somebody who was born in the 1940s. Yeah, that happened with my child because I do something called um, nutritional balancing with hair mineral analysis. So I did this hair mineral test, and I had uh, low zinc and low iron, and um, I had, uh, you know, copper toxicity, and I had, uh, um, what else? I have cadmium toxicity and aluminum toxicity as well. And then my daughter was born, and she's got some learning delays, unfortunately, some speech delays. So her hair test showed the same thing. She was born with my heavy metal toxicity and my nutrient deficiencies, which unfortunately we're correcting very quickly and she'll be fine in a a year or two. She'll be totally fine. But these children are born with the mother's toxicity and nutrient deficiencies. And that's why we're seeing such high rates of autism. It's now one in 54 males. Exactly. have autism or on the autism spectrum, learning delays, speech delays, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you really have to consider supplementing and detoxing your own body before conceiving. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Thank you for finishing my sentence. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you read my mind. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, people ask me all the time about uh, Juice Plus. Okay. Um, what What do you think about really popular food-based supplements like Juice Plus or popular greens powders that people like to put in their smoothies? Okay. So, you know, I want to I want to go into this question about having people know about their products. And I think that that's the main thing is, is knowing about your products. Starting off with learning exactly what the source is. Is it a pristine source? What was it checked to determine if the sources were from the right species? There's tons of aloe species. Mm-hmm. What aloe species is being used? Um, has it been tested for, like you had indicated, pesticides, radiation, um, things of that essence? Are there any other toxicities in there? And that's one of the things that quantum nutrition does is they have this, um, it's like a $100,000 machine, photoluminescence machine is what they call it. They have several of them that check all these products to determine are these the most pristine products. They do not use anything less than a 10-grade product. Wow. One yeah, to 10 being the highest. They're definitely high finding a lot of herbs actually have heavy metals yeah. and a lot of heavy metals in them. Exactly. You know, exactly. Unfortunately. And then... Um, Another way to answer that is also knowing how were these your products that you're taking, how were they processed? Um, were they processed under high heats or are the nutrients still intact? The nutrients that started off with, um, are they still intact to where they were today? So even if they are pristine quality, is it still pristine after it was processed mm-hmm. into a product? knowing whether or not the um, raw materials, were they from once living sources? And this is what we're going to go into. I, I like to say the phyto, uh, phytonutrient sources. In other words, it's taking light from the sun and it grabs it and it contains it in the, 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 the resource itself, the raw product. And that raw product just continues to flow that through to the person that takes it. Another uh, way you want to consider is do all the materials used to make a vitamin resonate with one another, where the effect of the whole is greater than the effect of the individual sums of nutrients? Or did they just throw them in the kitchen sink and put them all together and shoved them into a pill? Now your body's taking them and it might be on overload. It can't even break it down. Uh, How are your products bottled? Okay, is there light radiating into the bottle that's, again, possibly destroying the nutrients that it's already containing? Or, and or, does your bottle contain cotton, which 90% of our cotton crops are now GMO? Yeah, and it's heavily sprayed with pesticides. Heavily sprayed with pesticides. You have this pristine product, and then you got stuffed cotton inside the product that's a GMO cotton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And spreading it around. Uh, how were the products shipped? That's even another thing to and consider. And stored, too. And stored. So, you know, uh, quantum nutrition, they use the UPS. They don't use gamma radiation. Mm-hmm. So are your products being radiated in transport? Yeah. Um, you know, going into that, all those items. Um, yeah, also a lot of people don't realize that they buy supplements from Amazon. They've been stored in these hot warehouses for months and months and months, and the product may be bad by the time you get it. Exactly. Exactly. And then the last thing, and the, and basically the, the end all of all of what I just said, is does it pass the QRA test, the mm-hmm. quantum reflex analysis testing, yeah. uh, which is easy to learn, takes practice, easy to learn, but really resourceful. If you know somebody who does it, 
very resourceful to do that. Yeah, I have a, a little thought on uh, green powders because it's a question I get a lot in my practice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not personally too big on loose green powders that people put in their smoothies, only because they go rancid really, really quickly, and even if you refrigerate them. And I remember one powder that I bought, it had chlorella and it had a ton of chlorella. And I didn't realize that you needed to refrigerate it after opening. And I used that bottle until the very last drop of powder was used. And it smelled so bad mm. by the last scoop. But I just thought that it was this gross, stinky algae in the product that caused it to smell like that. But it was actually rancid. So for this reason, the if you're going to do a green spot, or just do it in a capsule um, because they're not exposed to the, the oxygen so it doesn't oxidize and go rancid as quickly. So just uh, keep your green spotters in capsules. Well, in the see now, on my end, um, I do do uh, loose green powder. We do capsules as well. Okay. Uh, but two things I'd like to say is I they don't these products don't go rancid. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't go rancid. The quantum or premier research labs. Yes, I've I've had green powder that have been for a long time, you know, that um, it's never gone rancid. The other thing you want to consider, though, is if you're taking in the capsule, what type of capsule is it? Yeah. And what is that pro- capsule processed with? What what kind of capsules do you like? These are V-caps, vegetable capsules. Okay. But there's different sources of vegetable caps pro- uh, mm. as well, capsules. So if you are taking it in a capsule, what I would suggest, actually, buy it in a capsule, break open the capsule, empty the contents, and smell and, it. And Discard the capsule. Oh, okay. Don't take oh, okay, the yeah. capsule. Just, yeah, okay. Is what I suggest. Okay, great. Because a lot of times, again, you might have a wonderful product, but the capsule itself might be toxic. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've found that over and over again with people bringing in products and we're testing them and things like no, that. No, okay. So, so yeah. it wasn't the actual product. Yeah. It was the, the, the actual the encapsulation method. of it. Exactly. Yeah, great. There's <laughs> a lot of problems here, people. We're going to try to work out for you. So what is your position on vitamins? Uh, do you prefer food-based or synthetic? I think it's probably obvious okay. that you like the food-based. You know, and, I, and again, I'm going to stick with my, my my words. I like phytonutrient-based, food-based products, okay? okay. Um, there's There are um, food-based products out there that don't have the phyto, the, the sun, the light energies in them um, anymore. And um, I want to explain a couple of reasons on, on why that is in terms of um, what our bodies are actually made of. Um, our bodies are, are thrive on light, okay? If you ever, I don't know if you've lived, if you grew up out here, but it's usually sunny out here, but we get those June gloom days that mm. for like a month, and you just feel kind of drained, and I'm sure people in Seattle feel, you know, drained, and then that sun comes out, and everybody has, like, a whole new life ahead of them. Their eyes are brighter, they're glowing. Well, that is something our bodies are trying to retain, you know, and and live off of. There was a scientist who properly stated that our humans are actually light eaters. So what happens is the body absorbs energized uh, photons from the atmosphere and from our food. Phytosynthesis is what transforms the sun rays frequencies into green plant into green plants, trees, and grasses and herbs. And then uh, when they're consumed, it releases nutrients and light frequencies. And so we become the absorbers of that light. From there, um, what I'd like to explain is that, or just even to give an example, if you've ever seen anybody's hair while they're standing in the sunlight. And it's radiating this, like, color of a rainbow. They have looked at um, biophotons under um, a molecular level, 
through a microscope and they see the colors of the rainbows being um, radiated out from these molecules. Uh, Dr. Popfritz is a, a German biophysicist who demonstrated that there's a release of light that emanates from healthy cells. This body of light distinguishes between living and non-living. This has been termed the, the word biophotons. That's where I'm getting the word biophotons for anybody who's listening and like, what is that? Um, so the organisms of biophoton emissions, they, they change. So they'll change, like if you have a person who's a healthy uh, person, their um, body of light will be like a stronger light of colors and rainbows versus a person who might be going through cancer and, and getting chemo treatments, mm -hmm. which will be uh, much uh, more dimmed or very little light at all through that. So, you know, we can even take this a step further, again, answering food-based versus synthetic-based, and again, just explaining what the body is made of. So our bodies are um, built on cells, and each cell has an energetic structure that resonates or like vibrates or oscillates would be another couple words you can use. Anything that promotes this um, resonation will strengthen the cells, and anything that lowers it will weaken it. So for an example, if you're playing a tune on an instrument, and another instrument with the same acoustic resonance will pick up that tune, it will visibly vibrate. Mm. And that's what our cells will do. And so when you are best using the energy of biophotons, what happens is the cells will, at the least amount of energy, will pick up the most amount of light and structure and strength. Um, there's no light in synthetics. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you probably know that. Again, um, a German research shows that a short-term use of synthetics or even poorly manufactured food-based vitamins, so I'm going to plug that in there, that you may derive like a short-term boost, and who knows, that short-term could be months to a few years, mm -hmm. okay, uh, and have a positive effect to the DNA of a cell, but in the long term will can accelerate cell aging and create or other or even exacerbate other health challenges or imbalances. Uh, Man-made nutrition, synthetics, so I'll just put, can stimulate chemical energy in the body, but they deplete quantum energy. So that's that, that outer um, aura, biofield that we're going to talk a, lot, a little bit about, I will. And over time, it can taking chemicalized supplements um, ages the body faster. So when we stimulate our bodies through chemicals or non-light or dead supplements, uh, whether it be pharmaceutical, um, or food-based, improper food-based products, we actually deplete the nutrients and electrons needed to protect us from the unhealthy conditions of our modern world and therefore suppress our biofields. That's a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully people listen to this a little bit more than once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just for argument's sake, I'm going to be the synthetic vitamin advocate um, although I absolutely think that food supplements are amazing, and I don't think that I don't personally think they're the answer for everyone all of the time. So enjoy while Tracy and I duke it out over the hot issues <laughs> in the supplement world today. But do keep in mind that during our conversation, that there are supplements that don't really fall into either the food-based or synthetic category, or they could be in both. You know, normally food-based supplements is more in reference to vitamins and trace minerals. While the macro minerals like calcium, magnesium, and others don't really fall into either category, um, though they can be taken as a food-based supplement or taken separately. 
So when did you switch over to uh, food-based supplements and why? Well, I, I switched over when I discovered, or I, I, I probably didn't even know, to be honest, I didn't know the difference between food-based and synthetic. Yeah, I didn't time, either. You know, I just was ago. taking what I thought was right for me. And uh, that's when I started to, um, when I started to learn about quantum nutrition mm-hmm. and started to get that um, level of education and understanding what's providing nutrients and what's not. And like I said, you can you can test even various food-based vitamins and use that QRA test. And if, it's, if something is not properly used, if it's the wrong resource, if it's the wrong raw source product, if it doesn't pass the quantum reflex analysis testing, the QRA testing, if it's making your body go weak, what's the point of taking that, no yeah. matter what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had definitely a similar experience, and I was when I first started getting into nutrition, uh, I was fumbling around taking all kinds of supplements. Like they were, for the most part, they were all natural, but I was taking way too many. I was taking like thirty plus supplements a day. I had this huge shopping bag full of vitamins. My husband thought I was insane. And when you, a lot of people make that mistake when they first get into health. It's very easy to be swayed by this article telling you that you have to take this supplement. And I wasn't really getting anywhere health-wise. You know, I couldn't say I was really feeling better, um, but this is only because I wasn't on a targeted supplement program. Mm-hmm. And then I was researching a blog and found the Nutritional Balancing Program on Dr. Wilson's site, drlwilson.com, who I interviewed in podcast number four on fatigue and brain fog. Um but they use mostly synthetics, well, not mostly synthetics, they use synthetic vitamins, but they use mostly minerals mm-hmm. and some food-based selenium and things like that. So it's not all synthetic. And I was reluctant at first, um, but I succumb, and now I can say I feel so much better than I did a year ago being on this program, um, even though there are some synthetics involved. But my results, uh, you know, made me not so fearful, so to speak, of synthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I want to make it very clear when I'm, you know, talking throughout the show about synthetic vitamins, I'm not in support of cheap synthetic vitamins like Centrum, Centrum or Geritol or any brands that you can buy at a drug, grocery, or a membership club store like Sam's Club or Costco, um, because I believe these to be absolutely toxic and a waste of money. You know, they contain ingredients like iron and copper that most people should never take in a supplement. And they also invariably contain sheet binders that prevent you from absorbing the nutrients. Uh, Many times the pill even ends up in your stool whole. So Mm -hmm. I only advocate high-end well-designed and developed synthetic brands like Thorne, Designs for Health, Metagenics, Integrative Therapeutics, um, you know, it's the brands Endomet, which are used in nutritional balancing science. And definitely, if you're going to buy any type of supplement, I would be looking on pureformulas.com. And there's many, many amazing websites that carry high-end products, but you can pretty much go to pureformulas.com and be guaranteed you're going to get a high-end supplement. Um, so what are your thoughts on mm-hmm. this? I was just going to ask, can I expand on that a little bit? Yeah. This is something where we're going to completely agree on. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so there was a study conducted um, and reported in the Journal of the American Nutraceutical Association in the winter of 1999, so that was about 14 years ago. Um, they tested 196 uh, vitamin supplement products from, quote-unquote, health food stores. Only five of 196 were found to be non-toxic and effective. 
five under hundred. That's two and a half percent. So bad. Two and a half percent. Now the good news is there are effective and non-toxic products out there, right? Yeah. As you just mentioned, there's some good products out there. The what's what's difficult is that um, determining what I am buying is it a good pro- is it effective is it non-toxic? So you know you can again quickly determine this through the QRA testing, which mm-hmm. I will love and will continue to resource to that um, by either QRA testing it with yourself and some other person, or if you know a QRA practitioner. Otherwise, you might be playing Russian roulette, Yeah. you know, and trying to find a nutritional support product that is up to the quality that your body actually needs, or you might even just be wasting your money. Yeah. So, you know, um, I wanted to extend a little bit on what I'll call excipients, okay, mm-hmm. and um, or ingredients, ingredients that are yeah. non-nutritive ingredients in a product that you're taking, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, to be fair a little bit to our listeners, kind of what I said is excipients are, are elements in your product that you're taking that don't provide any nutrition and, and many times actually providing toxins into your body. And um, an excipient is like the other words for them are binders and fillers or a glue agent um, that's used to keep a product to get together. Yeah, it helps, it helps the manufacturer. It doesn't help you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, some of these products might be listed on your uh, list when you look at the bottle and say, what are the ingredients? Most of them are listed under other ingredients. But manufacturers do not list all the agents that they use to actually process your product. Yeah, they're not legally bound to. Yes, they exactly. So just a few common examples that people might see and, and what type of um, effect they could have on your body um, in terms of what we'll call non-nutritive or excipients might be anything with a stearate after it, like a magnesium stearate, which is used as a lubricant agent. And research shows that it actually compromises your immune system. And there's, sometimes there's like a vegetable-based magnesium stearate. Yes, I've again, always, it's I've always awesome. wondered if those were safer. It all depends on how it was processed yeah. um, with that. Yeah. Again, the QRA testing yeah. um, can me- definitely determine that. Uh, methylparaben or anything that's parabens, these are actually known cancer-causing agents, yeah. known to cancer-causing agents. Uh, to ti- titanium dioxide uh, used for color, cornstarch, which, again, uh, are one of the highest products of GMO products yeah. that are laden with other um, chemicals and has caused allergic reactions in many people. Um, talcum powder, again, another suspected carcinogen. And then most of these binders actually can compromise a person's digestive system. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people out there these days that have a weak digestive system. They can't yeah. even absorb the nutrients from the foods that they're taking. And now they're taking these packs with these toxicities and it's just wreaking havoc on it. Yeah. Now, one of the main problems in the food-based vitamin market is the fact that a lot of food-based supplements actually contain synthetic vitamins. Um, And I believe this represents the majority of the market of food-based vitamins. So uh, some claim to be all natural, some of these vitamins, but they'll use yeast or algae or other food as a base, and then they can call it natural, they can call it food-based, but then they simply add synthetic vitamins to this food base. And can you explain one, uh, explain to us how uh, one can avoid this problem? <laughs> okay, so uh, the first thing I'll say is QRA testing. Okay. Just getting your products tested by a QRA practitioner or learn how to do the one-second toxicity test yourself before you buy the product. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that, that I'll say is know your products. 
know, you know, drill into the companies that are hopefully manufacturing and not just selling them for you. Do they know their product from point A to the very end? Yeah. That means from its actual resource and was and was that resource even questioned through further testing? And then know how it was packaged, how it was bottled, packaged and shipped. Yeah. And and fortunately this costs money. It's expensive to do this yep. to do this. So you're not gonna get the generic brand of Whole Foods supplements no, and, and expect miracles to happen exactly. with this product. Yeah, exactly. You have to spend some money, you gotta fork over some cash to get the higher end supplements. And it takes a little while to figure out what the good ones are. It's taken me years. So it's better to just uh go with the brands where the the people they're ethically uh, have you know, made themselves, um, they just uh, have made, have made a, a decision to test their products by a third party and be watching every step of the manufacturing process to ensure that the product they produce and sell to you is 100% what it says on the bottle. And, and that or, or know someone like us that is out there that has put their, you know, their time to studying and really looking into this. I mean, I don't have time to look at the stock market. I, I count on my financial yeah. investor to do that. Yeah. I, and I trust him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I have time for. So, And that's why I like to be a resource to others to help them free up their time as well as uh, provide nutrients for their body. Yeah. So they can have that faith that, and and no, not only do they have to have faith, they can see it when they come in for one-on-one consulting. They can see how their body reacts to various products yeah. or foods or hair or you know personal care products and so on and so forth. Yeah, so, yeah. I can tell you a few mistakes that I've made is uh, when I've gone to the store and uh, you know wanted to find vitamin C, for instance. You know, under current law, vitamins marketed as natural uh, only has to contain 10% natural plant-derived ingredients. Mm-hmm. And the other 90% can be synthetic. Yeah. Um, like when I was, like I said, I was going to buy some vitamin C. I wanted looking for some Astral, the cherry, or rosehip vitamin C. Um, but most of these products, they add synthetic vitamin C, which is also called ascorbic acid. Yes. 95% of that is made in China. Mm-hmm. And the food-based vitamins that um, recommended do not use this loophole and are high quality. But this is definitely something to watch out for. I know? agree. I agree. You know, and it's just like anything else you buy. I mean, just because you're buying something organic doesn't mean it's good for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like organic chocolate pudding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my taste good. Tastes good. Yeah. I say, you know, I eat some of that stuff too, and I will go with if I buy my cookies, I will buy organic cookies. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. know, is it really is it providing nutrients for me? No, but it's providing nutrients yeah. for my soul. Yeah. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so let's discuss the main concern with uh, food-based versus synthetic vitamins. Uh, Many proponents of food-based vitamins believe that synthetics tax the immune system in various ways. And I have concerns about this, too, but also worry that this concern could be overblown a bit. And what are your thoughts on this issue? I mean, what exactly do you think synthetics do to our immune system? Um, Well, you know, I I think I'm going to repeat a little bit of what I had already said is – as was discovered by scientists, many scientists, not just one, is that – because synthetics do not contain light and our bodies are fed off of light, okay, over a longer term, possibly over a shorter term, it actually degrades the body's ability to uh, work with nutrients. And um, So, come in. 
can, uh, we'll just take a short break here, but I believe that synthetics can cause immune system reactions, uh, but foods and food-based supplements can also cause immune system reactions as well. But this is, you know, not necessarily a reason to take synthetic supplements and really doesn't seem to harm your immune system in any meaningful way. And, you know, for these reasons, you know, I'm all for using synthetic vitamins, but I definitely see your point where you think that over the long term it can, you know, it can tax your body in certain ways. It can be a drain on your system. Exactly. Um, you know, another thing that was, was discovered with synthetics is, is – um, what happens is um, your body is being opened up, right, to take in nutrients, okay? Your, your body's being, with, with good vitamins, with good proper vitamins, your body's being, being opened up to take in more nutrients. And sometimes what you might be doing is if there's other items in there that, that's not good for them, the body's being opened up and it's actually taking in toxins with that, mm. okay, um, is one other area of that. <clears throat> So, everyone, if you like what Tracy has to say and you're interested in learning more about the services that she offers and her nutrition services, please visit her website at co-dynamics.com. And then that brings us to the absorption issue. Uh, many believe that synthetic vitamins are less than 50% absorbed, but what are your thoughts on this and are food-based vitamins better absorbed? Well, you're body's ability to absorb vitamins is all based on your digestive tract. And um, so many things, you know, are the products that you're taking, do they contain raw sources that resonate with one another? Okay. And people's bodies who have a weak digestive system has a really hard time absorbing minerals, absorbing resources. So your... Um, products need to be to the ability that um, it doesn't either A, require your um, digestive system to take them up, or requires minimal energy of your digestive system to do that. And um, Quantum Nutrition does that with some of their products. They have called what, nanonized products, so where actually 98% of the product is already digested. Mm. And it goes straight into the body's bloodstream. Yeah, so I think even though sometimes people are taking lower doses of the food-based vitamins, like all of it's getting absorbed, not not all of it, but a vast majority of it is getting absorbed. Yes. And I used to think that, you know, synthetic vitamins are less than 50% absorbed, but I've in my research I found this is not necessarily the case with every person or every nutrient because absorption depends on many, many factors. Um, many synthetics are poorly absorbed, like we mentioned before, simply because they're bound together really tightly with cheap binders that don't allow the release of the nutrients. Correct. But not necessarily because the synthetic vitamins are themselves poorly absorbed. But that issue aside, vitamins and minerals take taken commonly are in forms that are not absorbable. Like a few of the six forms of magnesium don't absorb well. Some cause loose bowels and others absorb but don't cause loose bowels. So you have to know which form to take. Um, but this can be circumvented by educating yourself on the forms that are best absorbed and buying from reputable manufacturers. Um, but people absolutely see their vitamins and minerals levels improve with synthesized vitamins. So they are absorbing to a degree. Um, but let's discuss the allergy issue with food-based vitamins. Um, some people have reactions to fillers and food-based vitamins like potato starch, a nightshade, 
or oat flour, which contain gluten. Mm -hmm. And some have reactions to other foods and food-based supplements because they usually combine a lot of different foods in in a pill. And I I think that a food-based multivitamin supplement likely contains a lot of different foods Mm -hmm. that could pose problems. Like, What are your thoughts on this? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, when you when you speak about a food reaction, this is typically a strong indication that there's something that's compromised in a person's digestive system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they have uh, some form of enzyme um, or amino acid that they're lacking thereof to help break down what you're what you are taking in. Um, that's something that can be corrected. Your digestive system can be corrected on that. Yeah, I know people, mm-hmm. their gut is the most diseased organ, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in the body. But, this, you know, your a blockage in your digestive system or a compromised digestive system can be a number of things. It could stem from, you know, a poor diet over many, many years. You might have a great diet now, but what did you do 20 years ago mm-hmm. in your diet, right? And has Still your body for been it. cleansed for it, from it, Yeah. Uh, which takes time. Um, is there some type of internal blockage in your body's meridian system? Okay, is the the actual flow of your body's um, energies uh, properly feeding into the different systems mm-hmm. of the body as everything is connected, um, and or this could stem all the way back from the health of your parents at the time of conception, as we discussed a little mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, because uh, the babies inherit their mother's probiotics. Mm-hmm. And, and, and are I, very protective. And I agree with you. There's some you know, like multivitamins or even green sources or you know, these superfood things that um, people put together, uh, not people, but manufacturers put together, I'll say, and hasn't tested the product as a whole. Mm-hmm. As Is that product as a whole doing better than the individual sums of those products? Yeah, so I guess it's probably about, you know, trying different ones and seeing which one works for you. Exactly. Well, that works in conjunction, you know, are the the raw sources, actually complementing one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's also point, uh, important to point out here that, you know, people have to learn what foods they're sensitive to and because most people don't know that they're sensitive to foods. They've got all kinds of weird symptoms and no doctor has been able to pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. But the fact is 75% of people have food sensitivities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote a blog post about this on livedo110.com called Food Sensitivities Make You Sick and Fat if you want to learn more about this subject. And two, people, they have to read labels and find out what is in the product. You know, yeah. you have to find out, is there potato starch? Is there a, an ingredient in it that doesn't work for you? And if you're unsure, call the manufacturer. Find out what they're using in manufacturing and for fillers. Exactly. So I guess the bottom line is um, if you begin taking, just start taking one supplement at a time. Don't buy a bunch of new supplements at once and start gobbling them down because if you have a reaction, you won't know which one is causing it. And this is equally true of synthetics too. And if you start a new supplement and you get a headache or other type of allergic reaction, you'll know exactly what supplement caused it um, and you know get the signal to try a different product. Right. And one way I avoid this is when I work with uh, my clients on a one-on-one basis, there might be clients that their bodies are needing a some different substances 
But if you test further, the body is saying, yeah, I need this, but I can't handle it right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's that's what's great, again, about the QRA testing and, and working with that individual. Because all of us are different. We all have different backgrounds. Our bodies are, you know, conceived differently, different genes, different cells, and so forth. And so we do have different reactions. Yeah, I've heard some some practitioners, they feel like people have to detox to a certain degree. Absolutely. Heal their digestive system before they can even start taking a ton of nutrients. Because yes. their body just can't handle it. Exactly. No. And another thing I work with is, is clearing again what I'll call your meridian your meridian path mm-hmm. too because you might have some internal blockages that just um, straight out um, internal cleansing can't even capture. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing acupuncture for the past few months, and I have to say I I feel so much better doing it. It's so subtle, mm-hmm. but it definitely has improved my state of mind and my just how I feel a little just that much better. Mm-hmm. It's really great. So. Have you ever experienced personally a client having allergic reactions to food-based supplements? Um, I, I haven't. A um, couple of reasons why is one I just described. When I work with my clients, I work with them one-on-one. And when I know there's there's products that are actually very strong that could cause reaction, I will test that person before they mm. even take the product. Okay. So I will know whether or not, you know, can this person handle this product. Yeah, that's really smart. Just prevent the problem before yeah. it even happens. <laughs> yeah. It saves me a, a lot of hours of restless sleep. <laughs> or you can spend $1,000 at your local immunologist and find out all the foods you're allergic to. You can do that, too. <laughs> um, but those change yearly. You have to do them every year. Exactly. Um, but also, I... I'm getting certified right now in nutritional balancing science where okay. they use the hair mineral analysis and the guy Dr. L Wilson dot com, he Dr. Wilson, he has, you know, done this program with um, you know he's they've it's been tested on two hundred thousand people. Um but in his lifetime in his practice he's uh prescribed supplements to about thirty thousand people. And he did say um he does here and there have when he first started, he wanted to only use food-based supplements, but he just found problems in dosages and um, other some other few problems we'll get into. But it, he did find that some people reacted to them or some people didn't respond to them. Um, but I'm sure he wasn't doing this, this O-ring test that you're talking about, yeah. um, the QRA testing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but so because of that, you know, he kind of moved into using some synthetic vitamins, but of course the minerals aren't synthetic, You're just using uh, chelated minerals. That's the majority of the program. So I guess in his experience, he just was kind of forced to stop using the food-based supplements just for the vitamin portion of the program uh, for for some of these reasons. Um, but another big contention in the supplement debate is that taking isolated vitamins are useless because you may need other nutrients, also called cofactors, to absorb the nutrients, mm-hmm. similar to how nutrients occur naturally together in food. So, like, let's take vitamin C, for instance. And in most fruits and veggies, vitamin C is found with bioflavonoids, which help uh, absorption. And, and this is obviously difficult to simulate in synthetic vitamins, though manufacturers try by adding 10% bioflavonoids to a ratio to vitamin C. Mm -hmm. But you also need vitamin A when you take vitamin C for various reasons. So others think that you don't need the cofactors to absorb or utilize nutrients. So can you explain what your opinion, Tracy, is on this issue? Absolutely, and we're going to agree about this as well. So Uh I think this is becoming more of an agreement than a debate. Okay. I'm on the debate. I'm going to duke it out. So, um, you know, first of all, nature was designed to take care of us, as I explained earlier, or as I believe is earlier. When nature begins to fall apart, typically man caused corruption. We kind of dive in, piece things apart, you know, 
try to make a bigger investment out of it, more money, what have you. You know, and this has been shown in our soils. But taking isolated vitamins over long term could cause harmful deficiencies in the body. Because like, like you had just indicated, you're taking a single vitamin, but your body needs all these other elements, whether it be minerals or vitamins or various nutrients that come with a whole orange or a whole piece of kale for your body to absorb it, for it to get transported, um, and so forth. So mm-hmm. taking vitamin C alone is not what, what an orange is made of. Orange yeah. is not just vitamin C. Spinach is not just vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah, now one thing that I think that's also important to note is that if you take your synthetic vitamins with food, if that's what you choose to take, and if they're balanced properly with other vitamins and minerals in the supplement, um, they can work just fine. But they can, if you take it with food, they can pull the needed cofactors from the foods that you eat. Um, but I do think each nutrient is different. Some are very dependent on cofactors for absorption, but others are not. And another thing worth mentioning is that food-based vitamins can also be isolated. You know, while some food-based supplements are pure whole foods, many are isolated uh, isolates extracted from their whole food base. And the food-based promoters, uh, some most of them, the majority of them, you know, talk about cofactors that naturally occur in foods, which are missing when you take isolated nutrients. Um, but in many cases, it's hard to get certain vitamins in sufficient quantity if you use only condensed foods, like what is found in many food-based supplements. And in fact, one of the more prominent companies in the food-based vitamin field, Standard Process, does add vitamin and mineral isolate concentrates to some of their products since you know, it's sometimes impossible to get enough from simply dehydrating a food and putting it into a capsule. You know, for example, uh, a food-based chromium made from yeast is still an extract or an isolate. Um, The same chromium can be put into a synthetic or a food-based supplement. Um, Even a food-based vitamin C is extracted or isolated from a plant such as the acerola cherry. And in some cases, the entire food is dehydrated and, and put into a capsule. But, you know, it's not always the case. And the word isolate can apply to both food-based and synthesized products where the product does not contain the cofactors needed for ideal absorption. So, you know, you definitely have to be careful with which products that you choose. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? No. no, And then another issue is that food-based vitamins tend to be on the expensive side. And I think one of the reasons um, is that dosages are lower in food-based products. So more pills sometimes have to be taken. And, you know, a bottle of food-based vitamins with the same number of pills can cost twice as much as a synthetic and even more. Um, But more of them have to be taken to get the same dosage. Um, What are some of the reasons that warrant the high price? And is the dosage issue even a problem? Yeah, so I think there's um, a few points I can make on that. Uh, I I believe, you know, one... One main reason today is vitamins have become a little bit of a buzzword, and so it's become an industry. Yeah. And as a result, it's become so popular that a vast majority of, of, of supplement businesses are merely investment opportunities. Yeah. Okay. It's a big and growth for, for investors to make a, a profit off of, yeah. which, you know, to a certain degree, you know, we do have to make a living and so forth. Yeah. But are they taking the people into consideration of, of that whole body mm-hmm. and, and the residency? And are we providing true nutrients to that body? Um, again, you know, most com- com- companies um, are run by lawyers and accountants these days. Yeah. And so, you know, just take that into consideration. You know, in terms of dosage, there are a few factors to consider. 
um, you know, FDA regulation does regulate on how much dosages you need to can put in a certain capsule. Sometimes, so many times you might have to take more than one capsule to get the proper dosage that your body needs. Okay. Another thing to, to take into consideration is um, the actual effectiveness of that product. Yeah. Okay. Is the is the product providing nutrients at the same time? Is are your cells resonating with that nutrient you're taking so yeah. it can take it right up. Yeah, I think also when I I take a, a natural vitamin C, a food-based vitamin C, I've actually taken the Premier Research Labs ones before. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And I think you don't you don't need to take as much sometimes because all of it is absorbing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take 500 milligrams of a synthetic vitamin C, right. you're probably not going to absorb nearly as much no, as a 100 milligram food-based one. Exactly. That is not just... Again, you know, vitamin C isn't actually the raw sources of vitamin C is not vitamin C. The raw sources are, you know, from the cherries, the cherries, That's and so forth. Cherries. And so they're using a multiple number of sources to make that into a full rounded vitamin C. We'll yeah. Say. Okay. Yeah. No, they use amla berries and camu camu. Exactly. Berries. Exactly. All kinds of berries. Another another um, point I'd like to make into your question is whether about about dosages and expensiveness and stuff is that um, to determine is the person taking the product just to resolve a symptom, right? You'll take pills the rest of your life if you're just trying to resolve symptoms. Or are you taking um, a program, a nutritional and wellness program to actually resolve root drivers of those symptoms? Mm. To the point where eventually you are taking minimal amount of um, nutritional products and, and doing getting more superfoods in your body to maintain a strong health. Yeah. Okay. I think definitely less is more. Sometimes people go too nuts, and then, too much stuff. And again, it all depends. Uh, the other thing is to consider: Do you have any blockages in your body? Any meridian flow blockages where there's deep-ridden toxins? that nutrients can't even get to to pull out, and that's where we do what's called uh, mud, therapeutic mud packing mm. to externally pull out toxins. Um, is your liver and gallbladder in stagnation, okay, which is supposed to filter out toxins, but some people's liver and gallbladders are so filled with toxins it's overloaded and yeah. can't pull out as much toxins as, as you're putting into yeah, it. Yeah, I think almost everyone's livers are just so, so overloaded. Mm-hmm. But I do, that's why them. I do coffee enemas right. and, and infrared saunas. I do yep. almost daily near-infrared lamp saunas. Excellent, excellent. That's pull great. Those out. You so have these, to. these are other considerations to take when you're, when you're taking a number of pills and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to take all these products. All right, but where is your body at right now? Mm-hmm. And what did you, how many years did it take you to get to where your body is in this unhealthy condition? going to take a little time, going to take a little effort. It's like, peel, you know, you peel the onion, you mm-hmm. peel the layer. And that's where I take people where they're at and, and their personality and where they're able to go and take them step by step on their abilities. Yeah, because definitely if you spent decades um, eating a poor diet and stressed out and not taking care of yourself, it's going to take a few years mm-hmm. to get back to health, just a normal standard of health. Exactly. And not not even talking about optimum health. Um, but, you know, it's the old adage, you don't get something for nothing. You know, <laughs> some people are happy to pay more and take more pills for their health, uh, but others may not be compliant on a nutrition supplement program if there's too many pills or it's too expensive if some people just can't afford it. But this is my only concern. Sometimes um, I even offset this trade-off by taking some synthetic and some food-based supplements. Um, you know, sometimes I take synthetic vitamin C, um, but other times I just 
I don't know, I don't want it and I want to take natural vitamin C. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, to each his own. Um, but, you know, here's my take. Uh, one reason I like synthetic vitamins is simply their ease and exact dosage. Um, for instance, like I mentioned, I'm training in the nutritional balancing science where it's imperative to use exact dosages of minerals and vitamins to balance the body's biochemistry. And this protocol works amazingly well and heals the entire body. You know, it's healing all of my health conditions. You know, albeit slowly. I spent many decades abusing myself. Um, but the developer of the protocol, Dr. Paul Eck, and his one of his proteges is Dr. Lawrence Wilson on uh, drlwilson.com, whom I interviewed last week on the show, um, have attempted to use food-based vitamins for the program, but they they did not have as much success as they would have liked and improvements in the health that they did with the synthetics. But that's just on this very specified program. That doesn't mean food-based mm-hmm. vitamins don't help you. Um, but they found that some people were allergic to some of the ingredients in the food or the food-based vitamins, and they also had problems designing programs for people due to so many combinations of vitamins and trying to achieve the correct dosage. And thus, they were started using um, synthetics and the, the vitamin portion. So the program is mainly minerals, so it's just a very small portion of synthetics. But, I mean, these guys have been healing people for 40-plus years and have designed 200,000 programs based upon hair hair mineral analysis. And over the years, they cracked the code on how to heal people by balancing their minerals and detoxing them. And I believe they might know what they're doing. You know, they found they got the best results using synthetics, uh, the synthetic vitamin portion, uh, due to dosage and allergy issues. But... What on the program, you know, I do take a natural selenium supplement, a natural vitamin C supplement, and a greens capsule, and minerals, but just the vitamin portion is synthetic. Um, But this is just because I'm doing this protocol. I think when I'm done detoxing and balancing my minerals in a few years, I'll probably switch to the food-based supplements. But in this event, I think the, the synthetics may do work for certain protocols that may not be the answer for a person not on this kind of program. It's a very intensive program. It's not for everybody. So for them, I would recommend food-based vitamins for individuals supplementing on their own. But I want to make one thing clear. Everyone should be taking something, and they should be taking some sort of supplementation. Yeah, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and But – a source that is a very good quality, high effective source. Otherwise, yeah. don't take it. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just going to waste your money and you're just going to add toxins to your body. Absolutely. Um, I want to commend um, the program that you talked about in terms of, you know, because of the hair minerals, minerals, excuse me, hair analysis, that, um, you know, they're looking for roots. You know, they're, they're looking for root drivers yeah. that are causing symptoms and so forth. And um, that that is a primary thing you need to be looking for. I, I want to address a couple of items. You know, as we indicated before, um, that synthetics don't have the light. Okay, they don't yeah. have the light to build the entire quantum biofield energy, which basically your, your biofield, your auto outer aura is the way I'm going to explain it without going into detail because it's already a long enough program for another time, Yeah, um, is actually what controls your inner body system. Mm-hmm. Okay. And over time, synthetics, again, they can stimulate a chemical energy in the body, but they deplete quant- that quantum energy. Yeah. So they kind of, they deplete your protection field, we'll say. You know, if you want to think of it like a Star Wars theme or something like that. 
it, it, it's depleting that, and therefore, over time, your body gets to it, it ends up wearing down a little bit. Okay. Okay. Or faster than what it would actually norm have done with um, with products that are that are um, giving light into the body and strengthening the cells for accelerated uh, longer aging. Yeah. Okay. And um, there's, you know, and there's a number of different programs out there, and there's many great programs out there. Sounds like, you know, one of them that you're with is a fantastic program. And so for those who are might be looking for one, two things I would consider is, you know, does your program consider you as an individual? Does mm-hmm. it consider your body, your mind, your past, your present, and your future? Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the quality of the tools used in your program. And I'm going to go over a, a few of the qualities of quantum nutrition and uh, Premier Research Labs and the tools that they use in their program and why also they've had um, huge amounts of um, effectiveness in helping people back to a state of health, you know, anywhere from cancer to, you know, to somebody having poor digestive issues to having gout. I mean, it's amazing what you see um, to people having mental uh, instabilities to points of, of um, basically suicide. Yeah. Close to suicides and have been on you know twenty medications and are now on none. Yeah, I've seen that too. Even in myself, I used to be like really irritable and this and that. And since I've balanced my body's chemistry, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when you balance the body that a lot of depression and anxiety and other mental ills can just simply evaporate. Exactly. So I'm going to talk um, a little bit about Dr. Marshall since he is the founder okay. of Quantum Nutrition and yes. Premier Research Labs. And, you know, again, as a result of him heating and the degrading effectiveness of nutritional products, so he was experiencing the same thing. You know, he was in, before he did what he was doing now on his own, he was working with others and found out the pro, the products weren't effective in helping these people. Same thing with what your individuals have found as well. And so uh, during that, that was in the 80s. And so he combined, uh, he's a biochemist himself, Mm -hmm. Dr. Bob Marshall. He combined the results of products uh, made, um, made of raw materials and coming from cheap sources and added excipients and irrated sources all created the degrading of these products. So today, PRL, Premier Research Lab, does strive to continue to be the industry leader in excipient-free. It, it, you know, it costs money. It takes extra time. They're preservative-free, and they use phytonutrients, um, raw, living, once-living sources to create their nutritional products. Uh, their line is highly complemented um, by a, a program, Quantum Nutrition, that focuses upon correcting root drivers that are causing symptoms and therefore get the body back to its ability um, to work on its own innate ability to have health. And when I say speak of health, I mean passion and joy and optimism and um, energy all day long, restful sleep, ready yeah. to go for your next day, can't wait for the next day rather than, oh, I can't wait till I'm 80 so I'm done. Yeah, you know? it's not just free of symptoms. Exactly, exactly. And so um, he took time, uh, Dr. Marshall, and has been very successful with his phytonutrient um, base vitamins as well, and the programs that he's used to cleanse bodies, uh, build and support the bodies at the same time, uh, all to the point of you know working on both the emotional level, subconscious level, conscious level, all the way to again using therapeutic um, ancient anciently used therapeutic mud packs that externally pull toxins out of the body that might be blocking your internal systems, even if they've been cleansed. Um, and then again, on top of all that is using, you know, these 
rocket type nutritional based products. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's an, um, he puts this all in combination with the use of the QRA. So you are specifically testing that individual's body, you know, the, the gallbladder, the liver, the limbic points of the brain, the, um, the heart, um, the various systems, and are they feeding into one another? Or has there been something that's been short-circuited mm-hmm. that's not getting fed to one another? And so, I mean, this identifies, again, exactly to what a person needs, how much they need, to the exact degree, as well as will they have a reaction to it, mm-hmm. okay? And then quantifies all this around your living environment, your daily intake of nutrient environments as well, too. Um, you know, in the past, maybe 70 years to 100 years ago, you know, we might not have need supplementation was more of an option, we'll say. Yeah. You know, and I think we already touched base on this because of, um, you know, the foods had more nutrients in them, your parents were healthier, provided with more nutrients. Um, but to, in today's modern world, with less nutrient-dense foods and more toxins in our air, in our in our fields, you know, we're constantly by computers, that electromagnetic fields that are constantly draining the body's biofield, mm-hmm. uh, which drains on the cells, which drains on the brain, and so forth. And we're devolving. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like you said, it's imperative today that we take nutritional products that are giving us super great, good quality, high quality nutrients. Yeah. Absolutely, and and all I definitely believe that food-based vitamins are preferable. But you know, synthetics are fine for a short period of time, like the few years that it takes to do a nutritional balancing protocol. Mm-hmm. Or if you find yourself not being able to afford food-based vitamins for a time, or uh, you're allergic to you know some food-based vitamins. Um, uh, but folks, just remember, there is more than one way to skin a chicken. Yep. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, Tracy, your website, again, it's co-dynamics.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And can you tell the listeners what services that you're available for? Absolutely. So we are Pilates and a whole whole health um whole health studio here and a wellness center. And so we offer Pilates on an individual basis as well as group lessons. We also offer one-on-one uh, wellness consultation where I do take um, your past, present, and future and bring you in and do a, uh entire program of quantum nutrition, quantum reflex analysis, testing your body and your meridians. We also offer um, w- workshops and seminars that we do offer to the public at a very low cost. Um, we have a one coming up June 29th. Um, I think it's at 3.30 p.m. It's talking about our body's filters, both oh, the, on the inside, the outside, and the mind. So um, a lot about that mud packing I keep mentioning, um, cleansing the digestive system, the gallbladder, and cleansing your mind. Yeah, I get your emails. You, you have all kinds of classes that you offer that are fantastic. And, you know, and then, you know, in these workshops, I also – help people and these are made so that you can come into a workshop get material that you know that's been referenced and resourced and you can use it in your daily life Mm -hmm. so you know we it can be expensive to to be ill yeah oh absolutely now it might might feel expensive to be well too but it depends on your on where your mind is at and priorities are at there's an and um it is possible to um 
not have to take all these vitamins and be well and healthy, but it really depends on where your body is at and what you're willing to do and be responsible for your body. Are you willing to do some cleansing for your body? Yeah. Quantum nutritionists, it's very, and premier research labs are very high components of this and have a lot of super nutrient-based foods that are very reasonable in pricing. And this all goes along with your ability and willingness to be responsible for your food choices, how you're preparing them, if you're ready to cleanse your body. And that's a huge component that I just keep on delivering over and over and over again. Because not everybody needs to come to me, right, on an individual basis. But I can have good resources, as such as you, right, yeah. so people can take them with them and not have to pay loads and loads of money, but make better choices to give to ourselves a better health and life of passion and joy and all-day energy and good restful sleep. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I know, but I don't think people don't realize is that they're going to pay now or pay later. Mm -hmm. You have to spend money on good food and quality supplements now, or you're going to be paying for doctors and nursing homes and medications later. Exactly. There's no way around it. You have to take care of yourself, people. And uh, Yeah, I believe, you know, like I just said one more time, God has just blessed us with a, an amazing interconnectedness of our gift of our body, our mind, our soul, and nature. And, you know, he knew. He knows what he is doing Um and it's our responsibility. We're stewards of these bodies to uh, take care of our bodies and our family's bodies. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for being on the show. Um, by the way, I see all your supplements here. You've got a whole wall of the yes. premier research labs. <laughs> I need to get some coconut oil from you. Oh, there. we've got it. <laughs> so, and all you listeners out there, thank you for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. Next week, we have a very important show. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Shauna Kemp. She's an occupational therapist with many years' experience working with autistic children. And we're going to be discussing the causes of autism, warning signs, and treatments for autism. And this cause is very dear to my heart because our beautiful children are being born toxic and yeah. sick, yeah. and it's frightening. And this is reflected in the fact that one in 54 male children are born on the autism spectrum disorder because it affects 80% um, of boys and only 20% of girls. It's more, um, the boys are more sensitive to the, the toxins in our environment and are suffering from it. And these are the new stats as of March 2013. So please tune into this very important show. And it's been an honor spending this hour with you, listeners, actually longer than an hour. <laughs> but my only hope is to educate you on your health so that you can live a long, happy, disease-free life. Remember, the time to be thinking about your health is while you're still enjoying it, yeah. not waiting until you get sick. So thank you so much for listening to Live to 110 Podcast.